man in the world, but from over here, look like you taking a shit. Diesel, get the hell out of my back. Oh, get the light. Let's smoke. You been eating corn, huh? Well, get the hell out of my back. All right, man. All right, man. But look, between me and you, man, when you're done, I'll clean all that shit up for you for $2. Ugh. Hey, Diesel, what? You better not tell nobody, man. Man, I'm not, man. Keep it on down low. All right, I'm not like that. I'm going to keep it down, bro. la. la. Smokey back here taking a shit! Get down! Well, I ain't gonna tell nobody else. With every record, I be asking the masses to tune your hearts to me. I represent intelligent niggas that grew up harshly. But lately, I've been questioning, second guessing whether or not I've got something to offer since I didn't eluded poverty. Or has the money watered me down? That truth is hard for me. Like the second time I got cut from the junior varsity. Fighting back tears, I promise to switch gears and said to myself, whatever you do, you won't do it partially. From this day forward, I move with a new ferocity. Ferrari coupe velocity, a fail-proof philosophy. Success is in the effort, so if a nigga tried his hardest, I'm at peace knowing God ain't dealing in this group of cars for me. Some people say that I'm running third, they threw the bronze at me. Behind Drake and Dot, yeah, them niggas is superstars to me. Maybe deep down, I'm afraid of my luminosity. So when you see me on red carpets, I'm moving out. Awkwardly, posing all nervous, afraid of the judgment And the thought of showing too much of my day is repugnant I be keeping my kids away from the gaze of the public Cause these days it feel like haters, they favorite subject Fuck it, attitude like a young shade with an AK Ain't that your brain violating, I bust it I don't play when it come to family, that's one thing I refuse Pipping their kids out for views and just to be in the news Can never be me I piss in the celebrity tea God with me on this record, this is Heaven's EP The tale's official, the best nigga breathing it just failed to hit you You couldn't tell cause you fell for the bells and whistles And that's an area I don't excel I'm from the Ville where young girls talk grown as hell It's raw, never saw one person go to yell But every nigga that I know done gone to jail At least once, proving we the ones police hunt For the pains we smoke three blunts the size of tree trunks too much hunger, it's no wonder these niggas can't keep up So saying yes to a feature just means I'm about to eat lunch, bitch I'm going for it, no never shall he punt I'm the one and you can be sure, speaking of beachfront I'm kicking my feet up while I write this in somewhere tropical Supposed to be relaxing, this passion makes that impossible mm. Now that's how you're supposed to rap, Drake From now on <laughs> I, hey, 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 Aubrey, why you let that boy come on your track like that, bro? Why you let Gangsta Gibbs come on your track and snap harder than you? Now you got J. Cole on here snapping on Heaven's EP. That sound way better than the original song. Both of them. And then Lupe came on Champagne Poetry and dusted your ass. God damn. Why this this why Cole higher all time than both Drake and Kendrick to me because of shit like this, man. You know, Kendrick, my man's, you know, but Cole just 
Cold just different, bro. Cold world just different. But welcome. Welcome back to King Known Uncensored, man. We got the episode title. It's going to be called Lazy Ass Bloke. Yeah, bloke. You done really fucked up now. You fucked up now, bloke. This sorry ass piece of cat shit named Ben Simmons. He could definitely eat a dick for sure for the way he's acting. You know, Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley told you. You are not that good, bloke. And you never will be. Sound like Jason Statham, don't I? Or Idris Elba. <laughs> That's a goddamn shame. A motherfucking shame. But, obviously, you know. Um, There's been mixed reports about Ben Simmons for John Wall possibly being a possibility. And um, Mark Stein says that the Sixers have zero interest. But throughout the last couple of days, I've been hearing that Simmons for Wall could be a possibility. But Ben Simmons officially said that he's not returning to camp and the Sixers have alienated him because Doc Rivers came out and said some shit. Allegedly, Joel Embiid said something, but I don't believe that because Joel Embiid called Cap on the reports that he said anything. My thoughts is the Sixers need to pull the trigger like instantly for anybody. I'll take anybody for this motherfucker. I would have took the Brogdon in a first round pick deal. That was a good trade. But Sacramento continues to offer Philly trades. The next proposal that Sacramento allegedly had was Marvin Bagley Jr., who has real Marvin Bagley the third, my bad, who has been a critical flop in the NBA and would be looking for a new start in Philadelphia, which I would think that if Bagley is close to being healthy, I think he could help Philly, especially off that bench. Buddy Hill, whoo, you mean to tell me that you getting Seth Curry, Buddy Hill, shit. And then, not to mention Tyrese Halliburton, who was my favorite draft pick uh, the year that we drafted uh, Killian Hayes, bitch ass. We could have had him. And I love Tyrese Halliburton, man. Halliburton could fucking play. And him going to Philly, shit. The East would be very crowded because that would make more teams a lot better. And then Sacramento wants Simmons in a first round pick for those three guys. Honestly, I'd take the deal. Fuck that. I'm taking everything. I take all these fucking deals for Ben Simmons. He's been out here playing video games, fucking bitches, buying cars and all that shit. That's cute and all. But you be working, you be shooting that jump shot in all these videos, but never do it when it matters. 
and be folded up in the playoffs. And Simmons, you know what I'm saying, talking about he's not responsible for his trade value decreasing. Yes, you are. Your your uh, diva attitude, your lack of not working on your game is responsible. Not the people that talked about you. The people that talked about you tried to get your shit together, and they just got fed up and came out. Now, should they have not said that in the media? Yeah. Should that have stayed in-house? Yeah. But fuck you. Just fuck you, you lazy, you lazy cock-sucking bastard. Anyway. Let's move on to Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Now, the Brooklyn Nets are close to extending Harden and Kyrie Irving's contracts. The numbers are, are not, you know, available right now, but... Brooklyn is looking to win championships next year. I mean, Kyrie and Harden both dealt with injuries last year, but I think that both will be healthy. But I feel like this. If Brooklyn, long as that big three is healthy, I don't think anybody can beat them. Despite me wanting them to lose... Despite me wanting the Lakers to lose. But, shout out to Harden and Irving. Get your money, black man. Get your money. Oh, man. The comedy community lost yet another comedian, man. A.J. Johnson passed away. Most known for his role of Ezel in Friday. Um, known for Spooty and fucking How to Be a Player. Known for be, uh, playing the uh, ex-con uh, butcher nigga in House Party 3. Classic scene. I suggest y'all look that up. Known for playing Blue in How to Be a Player. Uh, let's see what else he was in. But, um, yeah, man, just sad, man. There's, you know, allegedly uh, one of his uh, nephews found him, you know, unconscious and tried to revive him to no avail. But we don't know what he died of yet. But I think he was 57. Man, too young, man, too young. I mean, no disrespect, you know, to, to AJ, but, you know, he hadn't been looking in the best shape in the last couple of years, man. I was worried about him. But, you know, he was funny as shit. He was also in the Players Club as well. He played Little Man. He was a part of a lot of classic black movies. I mean, he was a menace to society. He was in Baps. These are all the movies I'm thinking of off the top of my head. But, um, rest in peace to A.J. Johnson, man. Um, good news, Cedric Sabalas won his fight against COVID-19 as he was released from the hospital. And he is in good condition. So, shout out to Cedric Sabalas. Um, J.J. Redick, um, I think he was a 15-year NBA veteran, 16-year NBA veteran. Um, he retired. 
he retired um, this morning on his podcast. And he said he wanted to focus on being a father. And he's made his money. And he went to the playoffs and uh, every year but one year when he went to the Pelicans. Reddick was known for mostly being one of the most hated college players of all time. This dude would be sitting at the line and the crowd be going, F-U-J-J. This dude was one of the most hated college players. Him and Christian Leitner were the two hated, most hated college players ever. And his game translated to the NBA where he's helped multiple teams Hit big shots. You know, the Orlando Magic, the New Orleans Pelicans, as aforementioned, the Dallas Mavericks, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so, um, shout out to JJ Reddick, man. Congratulations on a successful career. Um, this, the, this is the low key. NBA move of the week. Jaleel Okafor was picked up by the Atlanta Hawks. Let me tell you something, man. That would be... That would complete that team because Atlanta is loaded. I already explained on previous shows how deep their rotation is. Adding the cat like uh, Okafor to the front court with already like John Collins, Clint Capella, and... uh, Onyeka Okungwu and Jalen Johnson, you know what I'm saying? That's huge. Huge pickup by the Hawks. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are going to switch positions next year. Pause. LeBron's going to be playing the four officially. That's a position that he should have been playing. And AD has finally decided to throw down like a man and play the five because he's been ducking like a little bitch. He's been bitching up on playing that five. But AD gonna have to bulk up because these centers are 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 big. You know, they you know, zoo box strong, you know what I'm saying? Uh you got a um, let's see, uh shit. You got Joker. You know what I'm saying? These dudes is not playing. Joel MB, like AD's gonna have to check these cats. Uh Carl Anthony Towns. And I think that's a very good idea, man. Because the league's getting smaller and faster, and Cass is, you know, Cass was out running the Lakers last year. They still have a lot to prove. But I think this is a very good idea. Um, let's see. What do I want to move on to? It's very interesting. Uh, New Music Fridays. I'm a little bit late. Hella late. Not that many people, not that many important people drop, but I did check out uh, R&B singer uh, Seven Streeter's new project. And let me tell you something. I love the concept because it's called Drunken Words and Sober Thoughts. Now, this was a hell of a concept. This reminds me of Jasmine Sullivan's album called Hotels. And Seven Streeter was kicking, kicking that shit. She was definitely speaking from a drunken perspective. You know, something that you would drunk text somebody, drunk call somebody. You know how that shit goes. 
You know how that should go. You have to understand. But R&B, R&B's had a really good year, man. You know, 7th Streeter just adds to that streak. Because I don't think there's been really a terrible R&B album this year. With the exception of the disappointing Tanache album, 333. Other than that, Kelly Rowland dropped a cold-ass EP. Um, Joyce Rice dropped a dope-ass debut album. Um, Lucky Day dropped a dope-ass EP. Um, let's see, who else did R&B was killing? Um... Her dropped a classic album this year. Her probably, arguably dropped the best R&B album this year. Um, Justine Sky dropped a dope-ass album with Timbaland. Snow Allegra dropped some heat. Um, Tink dropped some hot fire. Hot fire. Eric Bellinger dropped not only one album with Hitmaker, but a whole nother solo album as well. And then Seven Streeter. So R&B has had a hell of a year. I mean, me personally, there isn't really a track that sticks out. I think I just enjoy the project in its entirety. Like there, oh, Taboo is probably the best song on there. If I got that song right, yeah, Tab, was it Taboo? I, yeah, it's Taboo. Great record. That's my favorite song on there. And Guilty with Chris Brown and ASAP Ferg was nuts. Now there's been a lot of rumors that Eminem is dropping Marshall Mathers LP3. Here we go again with this fucking sequel shit. Listen, man. Sequels, I've never been a fan of sequels. There's been some decent sequels, but Marshall Mathers LP2 was underwhelming. It was garbage for Eminem's caliber of artist. I didn't like music to be murdered by side B either. So Eminem has been striking out with sequels. But he's dropping a third Marshall Mathers LP. That's what the streets are saying. That's what, you know, Skylar Gray has been hinting to. You know, Fred Reck, the producer that worked with Snoop Dogg, has said that Eminem was dropping Marshall Mathers LP3 as he posted a picture of that same house, but a little bit more animated. Um, My thoughts on this, I'm like, just like... On raising Canaan, just like Jukebox tells Canaan, don't fuck it up. That's all I got to say. I mean, long as Dr. Dre is involved with this project, I don't think Eminem's gonna miss. Because over the years, we've seen Eminem without Dr. Dre. And it's it was terrible. That's why Marshall Mathers LP2 was ass. Because Dr. Dre was not involved. He opted for his childhood hero, Rick Rubin, who was dropping fucking garbage can pale beats. Nigga was just beating on the wall and throwing a sample on top of it. Doing Marshall foul. But that was Eminem that wanted that B 
Beastie Boys bullshit. But, um, I think that, you know, uh, what else albums? He did Revival without Dre. Fucking ass bag juice. What else? What other album he did without Dre? I mean, Recovery was good, but, but he had a Dr. Dre track on there. He had two Dre songs on there. But, um, you look at Music to be Murdered by 1 and 2, they were solid. They weren't garbage, though, but my, uh, but Side B was underwhelming to me. That's just my personal thoughts. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Then Kamikaze, we already know what that did. Dr. Dre didn't produce on there, but he definitely oversaw the project. M needs Dre. But yeah, speaking on the shady roster, allegedly um, Boogie's working on his second album. He a Compton rapper that signed the shady because that grip guy that Eminem signed, he is hot booty dog doodle trash. I couldn't even get through that fucking album. Grip need to go back and get a grip and, and get back to the drawing board. But speaking of that shady aftermath catalog, there's been hundreds of rumors that Dre has been working on a secret album. I mean, Flavor Flav has hinted towards it. Many of his former artists have hinted towards it. I think that um, But what was crazy was Bruh I found like I said This secret album We don't know what this is Is it Detox? Because I you know I have copies of Detox lying around So then also They said that Kendrick Lamar Was on the way Now, I heard a rumor that they were all dropping in the fourth quarter of the year, which is basically like fall and winter, you know, Christmas time, winter, Thanksgiving, somewhere around that around that time frame. I mean, if this is so, if so, next year's King Known Awards is going to be insane in the membrane. But my thoughts on that is yes, yes, hip hop, yes. All right, man, that's my show. I've been babbling, going on a little bit too long for my liking. I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. This is King Known Uncensored. Sorry ass bloke. And I'm gone. <laughs>